0: Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. Well, this week's show, Lovecraftian Thing. Ahoy! Ahoy! And happy day. Indeed. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Yes, for sure. Uh, hearty, 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 hearty. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't anyway. really sound very believable, if I'm being completely honest. I don't
0: know. <laughs> that's, that's that's not what the other people told me. Who um, is it?
1: <laughs> I know you better than they do. Sorry. Yeah, I, just just fair.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Lucky Charms. Right, so anyway, I win in the I've known you longer category
0: fair so... <laughs> fair. yeah it is not quite uh yeah not quite fair for for others uh, oh my it's hot it is terribly hot <laughs> i don't so like hot. it we lost power last night uh which is not fun oh. uh because it was 107 uh Holy it, and got quite warm quite warm also uh, yeah. uh my ch- my children and i are used to because we're those people uh, used to falling asleep with a sound machine. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh which, no, that's fair. Which you can't have, uh, when there's no power. So no, I, that's me.
1: I do that too. I don't have a sound <laughs> machine. I'm old school. I just turn the TV on. Right. But like really low. Yeah. Right. So like my television volume is at like three. <laughs> so it's like, you can barely hear it. Or maybe four. I don't know. It's like around there. Sure. So, like, you just, hear, and I always put it on, like, whatever, right? It's not nothing, like, super important, right? There's a couple sure. fall asleep staples uh, television channels, right? But they throw them on there, and then, boom, done. Yeah, right? as like, one should. Yeah, yeah but right. I need, I also like the sound, right? Otherwise, it's just, like, dead quiet in my house, and it's, like, mm. weird, and I don't, just lay there. Yeah. Awkwardly. <laughs> it's
0: terrible. <laughs> You know, I, um, weird, a weird tangent here. Uh, a feature it's the whole we like. Yeah. <laughs> a teacher, uh, a fe- sorry, a feature <laughs> that, oh man, it, I say it's hot, um, yeah. that is, uh, missing from TVs these days. Um, the small little TV that I had in my bedroom growing up had the best feature of it. Do you, do you know what this feature doing? You know I'm about to say here. Do you have any idea? Uh, is it the sleep feature? Uh, okay. So that one is also good, equally equally as good. An awake feature, you could have an really? alarm for a TV. Yes, you could set the TV to turn on at a Whoa, set time. That's better, <clears throat> way better, way way better. <laughs> See, I don't like the sleep
1: feature. I've used it before, but like, it I, it's never long enough. And like, right? I'd like just go to sleep, and then all of a sudden it goes off, and that wakes
0: me up. Oh, and I don't like that. <laughs> no, it's annoying. No, no, I will I say, you know, it had an awake feature. Yes. On now, it, if you are the type crazy. of person who falls asleep to a TV, having it as an alarm clock, not helpful, right? But because yeah, it's, if, it's if, on already. <laughs> if you are somebody like me who who can't who like can fall asleep with a TV, but the I struggle. But if it turns, like voices and stuff will. Ke- awake awaken me um this was great because also i, I don't know i need to d- dive into this because also it wouldn't just come on at the volume that it was it would like slowly come up to the volume that you had it the well night. they
1: say that's good though yeah
0: like those alarms that like start low and then like come up and vol- even you know
1: those I, I those are supposed to be better yes right
0: yeah because it doesn't startle you and the time, <laughs> yeah. and I, I it, was, it was, it was always, of course, waking up. It was always like a news channel. So you just wake up to people talking and a news yeah, segment. So it was very like inoffensive. Shocking, like, uh. <laughs> yeah, and you're just kind of like, oh, oh okay, that's great. Oh, nice, nice, nice. this feature, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I don't really know. Um, I didn't know that TV did that. I don't remember that. <laughs> yes, it was.
2: It was great. Wow, wonderful. That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah. So I I like that a lot. Um, in this, in this isn't where we had no power. What I did was I took my laptop and I tethered it to my phone and I started streaming a YouTube channel. Uh, it was just, like nature sounds ones like or whatever. Nature, and I just had the speakers cranked all the way up and just set it in their hallway. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, there you go. I
1: like to, I like those. I don't like those things when I fall asleep because like I found that. I, this is going to sound like weird, but like the voices are what is calming. I think mm. I like I like the talking, right. And yeah. this is odd. It's very weird, but like the nature ones don't relax me. Right. Oh, interesting. But I, yeah, like those, like the, like the ambient noises, you know, like the library and the, the thunderstorm thing. Right. Or well, sure. know, like all those ones. Yeah. Like, those don't relax me, but what I do sometimes is I will listen to that stuff while I'm reading, right? So, like, today, Susan was, like, watching TV and, like, doing stuff, like, cleaning and stuff, and so when I was reading, finishing reading my reading for later, um, that's what I listen to in my headphones. Because it's, like, just loud enough to, like, block out ambient noise from your surroundings, but it's not distracting. Yeah. right it's not like I can't listen to music and read because I will focus only on the music right, yeah, I'll like start humming and I'll stop paying attention and I'll be like listening to the music I've tried that before, like reading with like classical music and stuff <laughs> it doesn't really work. I don't like to do that um <laughs> the one exception I find that reading with like classical music if you are reading like Sherlock Holmes it's just very atmospheric because Sherlock Holmes is a big fan of classical music. Right. So, (laughs) what you gotta do is you gotta pair your ambient sounds to the book. Mm. Right? This is the thing I start doing, right? If I'm, if I'm doing this and I'm reading a book that's like set in a city, I will listen to like ambient city noises. Right? Mm. And then if I'm reading like, let's just pretend I was reading The Hobbit. You read like, (laughs) ambient like
2: mountain stream that's what you put on right yeah so it it's like a
1: thing that I do every once in a while to just kind of like zen out and go into the book right I'll listen to something that's like tangentially related just like atmospheric noises not like anything interesting but I do that sometimes that's what I did today I was listening to like mountain lake I wonder why I was doing that but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like mountain yeah. lakes it was like the wind on the lake and like birds tripping and stuff sure yeah so that's very nice just like relaxing in the mood but I can't sleep with it because it's not I tried like other stuff like I even tried like the white noise thing I tried mm. like like sometimes if I can't sleep I will like
2: uh I, i've i tried a lot of that stuff on like youtube right
1: like some of that stuff i've listened to like all kinds of things but like talking just does it to me like boom done i'll just like listen sometimes i will listen to just like really random stuff as long as it's long and somebody talking some of them are like they're like going on and on about like medieval swords i don't care just boom Somebody talking at a steady pace. I'm about. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's like I listen to the TV too much, right? And uh, I'm just like conditioned myself to need TV noises. Tisk tisk tisk. <laughs> so like the narrator on like n- nature shows is just like oh my, my trigger for napping, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> or like whatever. What well, a good fall asleep show is. Are those um those shows about, like, game wardens from, like, the animal planet. Because just, like, it was not really, like, action-packed. It's like, dudes walking around, like, checking people's deer tags. But we're oh. like, hey, man, I see you caught a lot of fish there. Let me see your license. Yeah, <laughs> Like, that's kind of it. <laughs> and sure. The occasional, like, there's a bear in this tree. So, like, <laughs> it's just enough talking. And when it's, like, down really low, it's just kind of, like, in the background. Boom. That's odd. it it works that's the thing that works for me i found that is what it takes it's really strange it's really weird but
0: that's what i yeah i have a i have a playlist of um of uh uh, uh, soundtracks from video games because uh, um yeah most video games have a soundtrack baseline somewhere in the background and it and it's supposed to be inoffensive it will have moments where it swells to thematic points right and to point out and highlight stuff but a lot of times there's just background music playing at a very like mm-hmm. like, like very background level um that's I have a whole playlist of those I listen to when I'm reading or when I'm trying to focus or studying or or doing <clears throat> again m- m- engage mental gears right now I need to focus on this uh I <laughs> I have a or listen to lo-fi hip-hop is something yeah, that I listen that's to a the, lot
1: that's the stuff that I play in my classroom like yeah. when we have like work days and we're working yeah. on projects some not every day because not everybody likes it but some days I will turn that's the stuff I turn on like video game soundtrack stuff yeah is really good right not like halo because it gets real intense but like you know your zeldas your there's lots of good ones yeah. um but even like the chiptune stuff like if you want to if you want to just like have nice background music but it's like fun Sonic I recommend Sonic the Hedgehog uh, that's good stuff
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's to the point now where when we're doing uh, homeschool days uh, you know doing the school work and stuff there Lillian will come in and she's like I need to play I need you to play focus music and I'm like okay yes right. here we go <laughs> yeah that's what I do I do that when
1: I'm at work mm-hmm. right it does have to be again something that's like that that's just like Unobtrusive in the background; otherwise, I focus on the music too much. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, sometimes I do it anyway because sure. some of those lo-fi things are awesome. But like
2: yes. I there, <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> I do find but myself yeah. yeah focusing on them too
0: much. But it it's we it turned out low enough; it's not so bad. Yeah. Right. So, although one time I forgot to, I had it on my phone and I was playing it, and I forgot to it off and i got in the car connected and it was the bait like it was like really low volume oh <laughs> but, but i could hear it and i was like what is go- like where is this coming from and i had that moment of like is this it it's like is this the break of my life I'm like okay it's
1: just it's playing inside my head now it's it confused. really was I, I was a bit concerned ah. that's a twilight zone episode i think i feel like that's probably in there somewhere <laughs> pretty Pretty sure it was like a Lovecraftian thing, like the King in Yellow, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, listeners. I know the King in Yellow is not written by Lovecraft, but it's in the same genre. Okay, so there we go. Boom. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The,
0: the 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 thing that 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 is what kind of made it is the ish, right? It, was yeah, the yeah, Lovecraftian yeah. ish uh, aspect of that. Yeah. Oh, so. huh. maybe
1: maybe that's what people are listening to this show for. Maybe this is their bedtime aid. Good night, uh, listeners. I hope you took I, your medicine.
0: That was... Nope. Creepy. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, uh, no, none of that. Oh, come on. That was right. good. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I have injured myself, uh, which is always uh, fun. Uh, in let me, what particular way did let you Let me tell abuse? you. Let me tell you. Okay, okay so uh, it was this morning. Uh, we were going to get in our car and we were going to... Drive into Kansas City to go to a jump park, uh, which is always fun just for the day. Go jump, have lunch, <laughs> or a little come back, right? Um, and I was like, I, I am jumping today. I haven't jumped Uh-oh. with the kids before, right? I am, I am going to jump. So <laughs> I was super excited. I knew I was had a house of pain playing in your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. No. I, no. I, no. I, I had I had an interview for uh, for something early this morning, and I finished that. And I came downstairs, and I'm like, "Well," and Megan had gone and got coffee, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" And then I was coming through the kitchen, and from our kitchen into our dining room, we have a little butler pantry thing, and we keep a, a baby gate there because um, it's to keep Kobe um, in the kitchen because he's you know he's old yeah. and sometimes he has access. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we used to do with Chuck. Whenever he we, we went to work, he just lived in the kitchen, put him with in the and stuff. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, I was coming around the coming around the bend uh, as one does, and I put my left foot down, and I was going to put my right foot forward, and my left foot hit a pee spot on our kitchen floor, oh, no. and my left foot shot forward. Oh no! And it took my foot.
1: Rat, I yeah. thought you were just gonna kick the baby gate. I've done that before. That hurts too. But oh no, slipped <laughs> in dog pee. The,
0: the worst. Ah uh, yes, uh, and my foot jammed not just into the baby gate. No, 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 sir. Under? Underneath yeah. the baby gate, it took my big toenail and just went wonk. F- Ow, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> I had like the
1: extreme, like barely the same version i like came around the corner and kicked a box a little bit yesterday
0: that was it mm-hmm. I was like mildly stubbed my toe sounds like you have died um, and so, <laughs> oh and it, i i mean i just crumpled and i don't like I just, was just like Arr! now here's the here's like here's the great part I didn't spill my coffee because I'm, hey. I'm I'm a master at this. Right, right. slosh dynamics in action. Look yes, yeah, and circular motions to keep it. Mo- anyway, yeah. and so, but I did. I just was like, oh my gosh, and like on the couch with with ice on it, and 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 uh, and, and just like, well, no, no, no jumping, jumping for me.
1: <laughs> Dang it! Uh, I wanted to hear the report of
0: Colin jumping. This sounds so very exciting. So um, at the jump park, it's just a bunch of trampolines, right? That have the padding around them and they're at floor level. And have you been to a jump park before? No. Why would I
1: go to a jump park? I don't. Park? <laughs> I have I heard don't. of them, the, the children go. Okay. Yeah, my kids go like them, My students go. So I know what they are kind of. Okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's where you walk in and everything's floor level. um, And, but in the floor, instead of where there's normally flooring, there's just a, a trampoline. um, So you can like run and jump on it. And then some of them are stretched into a curve. So they kind of curve up the wall. So you can run, jump and kick out and do a flip and uh, stuff. They have a, at this one, they've got a basketball area. So you can kind of do some stuff. And then they have a, uh, like a ninja warrior obstacle course thing but oh. the, the best part about this which was what i was secretly really excited about was they have um a foam pit that you can swing out into and jump out of and land in this foam pit
1: oh nice like those uh like the learning pits when they do like uh is it like the with the big square
0: foam pit big square foam pit yeah yes. so like when you
1: learn like uh BMX tricks and stuff that's what they put in the parks right
0: yeah, yeah, or those, like or, big
1: warehouse things or whatever,
0: yeah, like or, or whatever, like yeah. or you see them um in when people are learning like gymnastics, they'll yeah, put those yeah, out yeah. underneath the things, or you you do the big kick twirl spin over that, and you don't have to worry about landing yet. You're just doing the, yeah, you're practicing you're the, the air yes. motion. Yeah, yep. They have a segment that has a big swing, and you can just push like the Dickens and then leap off into and just fly with abandon. I wanted to do this. Um, However, (sighs) I wasn't able to do this because my toe was injured. But at that station, they have a trampoline there. So you can like jump and like get a really good going thing. And so while the kids were swinging, I was jumping on the trampoline.
1: (laughs) Hey, all right. It's warming up, right? Like Getting warmed up, working out the the body. I don't really know gymnastic terms, right? Like getting... (laughs) Something,
0: right? Something no was way, happening. Let's, Something was brewing. let
1: DM Simone Biles. Simone, help us out here. We need help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so that was, that's what we, we did that. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And then when we came back home, uh, it was just it was just so hot. I was like, just driving cool. back, looking at the temperature of the outside, and it was like 100 all the way back. And I was like, Guess that's so. That's gross.
2: Yes, that's very gross. I uh, have another tangent for you. I may have mentioned this before, but there
1: is a rather exciting physics paper that I once read. Um, <clears throat> and I have the abstract pulled up here. I remember what it's called. It's called Walking with Coffee Why Does It Spill by H.C. Meyer et al. Uh, and it's like a. They are like looking at the problem of like the inter of the from the abstract. The studied problem represents an example of the interplay between the complex motion of a cup due to the biomechanics of a walking individual and the low vo- viscosity liquid dynamics. Uh, it's basically about like how acceleration moves fluid in a container. <laughs> it's amazing. It's really, it's really good. <laughs> And so I would just like to recommend anybody who's interested in physics or likes coffee, you should read it because it's a good time. There's beautiful diagrams in this thing. Uh it's really good, but it's 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 it uh, talks a lot about like <clears throat> fluid dynamic like uh, like acceleration like your initial step is the most important because that's what starts the liquid moving uh. inside the system,
0: right? <clears throat> so, there you go. Uh some light reading if you're interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in case you were, in case you were wondering, yeah. Oh, this is this was by Nikov. oh uh, uh, Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's the one.
0: Okay. okay uh, I, here's the here's I, another one. Here's another. Like this one is better. Yeah,
1: there's uh, the uh, one. HC and R Kretchnikov. Yeah. Published twenty sixth April twenty
2: twelve. Uh, it's a good read. Um, hey, I like it, but <laughs>
0: we had uh and when i was in arlington they ha- we had a, <laughs> a professor there um who uh had this problem immensely immensely of going into the office uh of the graduate school there um filling up his cup of coffee because they provide coffee there and then mm. walking back to his office uh and leaving but we what, <laughs> what we called uh Chippy Trails. Um, oh, no. It was, it was, a, it was a thing of his last name. So you always knew where he was, right? Uh, during the day of like, when did he arrive? Well, you could just go and literally stand at this intersection. How dry is the yeah. coffee on and the floor? And look at the floor. And... <laughs> he just passed this way, not five minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so it was like, it track was so, him down. It, the it was so you would You would track him down based off of where <laughs> That's these hilarious. led. And you would just kind of like discern where his stay was. Like, it was, it was fantastic. So, I feel like I need to send him this sco- <laughs> cup. Pretty good, <laughs> give him, yeah. Give him some great great help
2: with that. Ah. <laughs> yes.
3: The um, science of the slosh. That's what it says here. So, there you go. that been-
2: <laughs>
1: uh, <clears throat> I'm not walking far enough with my coffee currently to have this problem. Oh. Doesn't really slosh too much on the way to the couch. It's very, uh, you know, not a lot going on this week, really. <clears throat> I mean, Susan and some of her friends are having like a joint garage sale. They're like their powers combined. and
3: <laughs> right
2: oh. They're doing like a,
1: a Captain Planet garage sale thing going on here. So they, she's been <clears throat> like looking around and Digging out old stuff and that kind of stuff. So she's been doing that. I've been hiding, uh, you know, staying out of the way, trying not to get sold off to the lowest bidder. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, it is once again Shark Week. A little
2: early, yes. year, but that's exciting. I got to say, uh,
1: Jason Momoa as the Shark Week host probably the best host they've had for Shark Week in an extremely long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, he's so much better than literally everyone they've had the past, like, I don't know, five years. I can't remember who else has been on there, but like way better than The Rock. Way better than just like a ton of... It's like so good. I This is refreshing. Thank you, Discovery Channel uh, for making it not cringy and horrible.
0: <laughs> right? It's always really good. <laughs> Why? What makes it... Is it just his personality? How he's engaging? Um, yeah, I think so.
1: I think he's just, like, so chill.
0: Uh, right? Like, yeah. he's just such a, like, chill dude
1: in general. Right? And, yeah, I think it's his personality. Right? Like, he's funny. He's pretty chill. Uh, and he seems to be, like, actually generally interested in, like, sharks and stuff. So he's, like having fun, and, like, he's not trying too hard, right? Like, everybody always tries too hard. They're always, like, it's really forceful and comes off as, like, really weird and cringy, right? To quote sure. the uh, the youths, right? That's the word they would use here, I imagine. So, it's very... <laughs> good job. It's very good. It's, very good. Uh, <clears throat> it's a good one. I'm enjoying it, right? Lots of varieties of shark, right? It's very nice, right? So... <clears throat> Watched one last night about the giant
0: hammerheads. Susan's favorite uh, shark, by the way. Just so you know, that's uh, on the- <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a good one. I mean, if you're going to do it, I mean, yeah, it's right. It's a good one. So <clears throat> that's pretty much what we've been doing,
1: and it's uh, women's world cup time. Hey, ah, so that's fun too. Uh, we'll see how that goes. They're playing right now, actually. So. Well, here if we hear shouting from the other room. Oh, Susan watching them. See how it goes. Playing the Netherlands tonight. Up one. The fierce rivals of the Dutch. All right, so we'll see how it goes. Okay.
2: I was going to ask but, who you're rooting for, but you know,
1: well, you know. <clears throat> it's obviously the girls, but you know, we'll see how far they make it. The first game, not gonna lie, it, it, it didn't look just like wonderful. They won against Vietnam, but like, mm, wasn't like the best I've ever seen. So, you know, opening game though. So you got to take that into account. That's a whole separate thing. You know, the first game of a tournament could be, you know, nerves and stuff. So Mm -hmm. uh, it matters later, but uh, you're always like really confident because, you know, they do, they have a history of like being very good. But I did watch Germany play the other day. Uh hmm. uh-oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> right, I, I watched Brazil play a little bit the other night. <clears throat> uh oh! <laughs> you gotta take into account who they were playing, but um, they look a bit scary. So gotta keep an eye on them and see
2: how.
3: Oh I, no! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> they're just like Brazil's really fast. It was like, like, oh, oh no. Oh no. Not fast and accurate passing. Oh no, that's not good. Just, just, no. Oh, geez. The dreaded combo. Right. <laughs> Susan makes fun of me a lot because I'll yell things at them, right, all the time. And she'll be like, "They can't hear you. It's like, it's fine. They need to run at the post. They need to run. Somebody needs to be running at the back post all the time. Right? Just do it. Just it's run fine. at the back post. It'll, yeah.
0: be, it'll be fine. <laughs> you don't run... What are they going to do?
1: Right? Yeah, when some, when they missed a cross and it goes wide, you could have been standing right there, but no, you decided to you not worry at the back post. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> just run,
1: just run, just run at the post. That's all I need.
0: <laughs> so how how far are they into the t- tournament? Did you say uh, I
1: just started? So oh, like, they just oh, okay. This is their the U.S. is this is their second game. So oh, okay, we're not into the nitty gritty yet. We're still in the opening. Round the group stage,
2: I believe. So I see. Not real far. It's kind of, you know, <clears throat> just the beginning. Like it just be started like last week or whatever.
3: Cool. So last
1: yeah, maybe last weekend. I don't know. It was like the same day the Tour de France got over. I think it started oh, that right. sometime, which was really good this year, too. Just You know, sports recap of July. Tour de France was excellent. Sounds like it. Uh, (coughs) (laughs) It was insane. Did you see any of the highlights or anything? Uh, It's been a couple days.
0: Uh, I did not. I did not uh, stay up to date with it towards the end. So.
1: Well, it's right. Uh, Basically.
2: Up until. Like. The time trial, which is like. The. The
1: last week, right? Mm. First and second were ten seconds apart. Wow! After two weeks, <laughs> ten
2: seconds. That's intense. <laughs> it was
1: so intense. It was crazy. So <clears throat> that was really like entertaining. It was yeah. a good one, right? Tade lost a bunch of time in the time trial, and then sort of mildly died on a mountain but you know it's fine still got second his teammate got third shout out adam yates good job uh
2: good stuff
0: (laughs) Uh, i did read i did read an article uh about the different uh, of how much the bike tech has changed uh it's insanity since uh, they were comparing, I said this to you. They were comparing Chris Froome's 2013 to uh, Johanna's 2023 bike. Oh yeah,
1: the Cervellos, right? Yeah, yeah I saw. True. I was I started that article today, but didn't okay. finish it yet. So okay. yeah, there you go.
0: Thank you. No, it basically <laughs> was like it was like the biggest difference that affects everything is aerodynamics. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. ah, right, 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 it's, right.
1: It you can definitely tell because like this year, I also just like the cycling in general is very different than it was when I started watching the tour and like Susan and I were trying to calculate this out. I believe the first year we watched it together was 2011. Hmm. I think that's right because we definitely saw Cadell Evans win and I'm 100% sure of that. So we at least watched the 2011 toward France and we've seen we've watched them all since then. But like the style of racing is insanity. Right. Like this whole year, they were going so fast on every single stage. Like it didn't matter. Like mm. it took breakaways like half a day to form. Like, they're, I don't know what are they? they're they like racing every single day. Like it's like Perry Rubé or something crazy. Like, guys, mm. ca- slow down a little bit. You're not
2: going to live through this. No. It was wild. And uh, to juxtapose
1: that even further, I found on YouTube uh, a highlight film uh, of the 1953 tour de (laughs) France.
2: Oh, Oh, baby. Oh, my. It was narrated in Dutch, uh, which was
1: very humorous. It had subtitles, though, so that's good because I don't speak Dutch um, <laughs> even though Dutch is a language is very confusing because like it sounds familiar but you still have no idea what they're saying just it's just like somewhere between German and English enough that you're like these words sound like I should know what they mean <laughs> right but I, I, should, I don't I should not know <laughs> what's going on right <laughs> but uh, I watched the 1953 tour highlights holy cannoli <laughs>
0: How many smoke breaks did they have? A lot. <laughs> like, they
1: were, they would, they would wear, they would just wear bike inner tubes crisscrossed oh, yeah. around their shoulders. Yeah. Right? And so if they had a flat, they would, they would hop off and like change their tire. Right? Even though there are cars and stuff, there's like, I guess, team cars. Sure. Technically. Because they were, like, the feed zones, like, they did have the little musette bags. Right? But like, yes. They also had a just a field where the riders would like get off the bike, go over to the table, grab the food. <laughs> wow! Right, come back over
2: to the road. My gosh, <laughs> it's, it,
3: it was nuts.
1: <laughs> I was just watching it like I, I it was like a two hour thing. It's like from so I like just I was skipping through it. Right oh now. sure, I was just because I. I no, um, but it was like it was like a recap of like every stage, and so you could like skip to the little parts and stuff. And these huh. guys are crazy, <laughs> huh? Like all, none of these mountain roads have any pavement anywhere, right? Sure. No, nothing, and they're <laughs> just, just
2: flying, flying, yeah,
1: On without these big old steel bikes, right? <laughs> uh, like the very rudimentary derailleur system. Uh-huh. Right? I'm not, you can't really tell how many gears are there, but I'm guessing, by the way, they're pedaling, not a lot.
0: No. Right? <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of difference between those. Just a couple.
2: <laughs> it was wild. So I watched
1: that yesterday. Like, the news car, it was funny. It was like a whole bunch of old citrons. Right, obviously. Excellent. But there was like a big Citroen convertible, and in the back was a dude with a typewriter. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
0: and, well cuz as we know from Top Gear right they use the Citroen to film the horse races. Yeah. Uh, well, and also the Tour de France apparently. Yes. Right? Apparently because of their suspension. Yeah. A long
1: history of motorcycles being in the way at the tour as well, right? There was a uh, thing where it was like one there was one shot. It was like the camera in the car drove by the motorcycle, right? Uh-huh. And there's a dude on the back like Riding on a reporter pad, and the driver is driving with one hand and taking pictures with a camera. With the-
3: oh,
1: <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> not what you're supposed to do. Somewhere, Peter Sagan is very angry at the 1953 Tour de France for oh, no. the motorcycles yes. being away, or or uh, yeah, it was it was wild, right? Johnny Hoogland is looking at these cars going, that is not safe. Get these stinking cars out. (laughs) Right. right. Why? Why are you here? (laughs) Uh, So that, uh, yeah, that was just really interesting to see those two things back to back to back together like that. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Jeez. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Watch like stage 20 of the Tour de France and then watch like the
0: 1953 tour. Like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> wow!
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: speaking of yeah, t- how things have changed.
3: <laughs> Crazy.
2: Uh but yeah, tour is good. So
1: that's that's basically what I've been doing: watching sporting events in July, staying inside because I'm not going to ride my bike outside. No, no.
0: <laughs> see, see, aforementioned discussion about it being hot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hundred degrees outside. I don't really feel like riding my bike anywhere. <laughs> Brutal, <laughs> even on the flat roads that are off to the side over there. I don't not good over there. <laughs> no, don't
2: need that.
3: No, <clears throat> no. Yuck, yuck.
1: Uh, so what else you been up to other than breaking your foot?
2: Oh, and yeah.
1: practicing warming up for your return
0: to the jump park. Man, that's Man, that's it's been <laughs> been about it. Um hey, this it, is a nice change of pace. It is. It beauty. is. I mean, uh this is yeah, yeah. Considering how the past three months it was like, well, I was you know, I was doing a lot. Uh, but you know, it's it's weird being being back kind of home, swing of things, um, still, you know, trying to find time for different uh different projects and stuff as they come up. Uh the biggest one has been internet. Uh, uh, We've we've been having these random times. Well, you've experienced it where it will will randomly cut out. Um, And I've also experienced that on my side. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's been, it's, and it's, it's, it's been increasing frequency, right? So I um, was on the chat with our, our internet provider and I was like, Hey, these things are happening, blah, blah. And I'm a weird person. Okay, so I'm sorry. Um we run our own modem and router. We don't use one provided by the company. Um I just don't want to. Uh <laughs> I I'd, I'd rather have I'd rather have more control, more features, be able to upgrade it, change it as we need to. Um and it's been great. It's been fine. It's been rock solid. I've run my tests, but on their end, of course, they their hands are tied. And I don't expect them to diagnose any of my hardware problems. And I I do try and and come across it by saying like you know, I'm not trying to blame everything on them. I'm just I just want them to, to check their end, right? That's all I'm wanting for. I'm not yeah. saying that it's it's your fault. I'm just saying, "Hey, I'm having these problems. Could you see things?" And of course, they're like, "Well, you know, looks like you're using your own router and we don't support that." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I just Doesn't everybody you, use their own router. No, no, really? Be- because most of the time, right, well, right now what they did was they just raised everybody's rates a little bit and now they provide you the equipment for free, quote unquote. Oh. So, so now you can, or at least this one does, this company oh, does. Yeah. So you can get a free modem router combo <laughs> and, um, but you, you know, but they just raised everybody's, they just built it in. And that's, that's the easiest way to do it. Right. Like Mm. you just raise prices by a dollar across your 300,000 or whatever more millions of subscribers. And just that way, it's people don't have to worry about paying you an extra 10 bucks a month to rent the stupid thing. Right. So, whatever. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, um, they were kind of kvetching and they're like, well, we'll send you a a router to use. I was like, no, that's not, it's not what I want. I just need you to check your in." And finally, they got me over to this person to check our end, and they were like, "Huh, yeah, I was reviewing your your log of transmission, and there's a uh, there's definitely an issue with the connection. Um, uh, that you know the pattern of whatever is indicative is what we see when there's an issue at the line coming uh-huh. in. So I was like, "Was it? I just want you to check that no." <laughs> <laughs> I told and, you, yeah. And then they're like, "We'll send out a tech." And then they were, they did the like, "Oh, looks like you're on the such and such a plan." Um, oh no, for the same <laughs> price. No, we <laughs> can get you into our gigabit plan. Um, and while the tech's coming out, it can, it can just install that for you. Just install that. What would do that? And I was like, N- no. No, I just I don't I just I don't no because because when you go to that plan you do have to use their own system because yeah it, control yeah and, and I was just like it's also like it's the same price for now right right it's yeah. like <laughs> exactly it's six to eight months it won't it, be anymore it won't be <laughs> right and then because I remember yeah what happened was we had a twelve we had a twelve month plan it was one price and then. Every what four or six months after that, it increased by like five or six dollars. Oh wow. So that Yuck. and what it did though is that after 24 months, it brought it up to the full price, is basically what it did. Is they did a slow oh, okay. ramp up. Okay. So it didn't just like jump. Okay. Okay. No, no, it just I it was no. it was like we're gonna stair step you up to the full price in hopes that you would be like, wasn't it the th- was it huh? Was it, I'm not, oh, I guess that's what it was always. Whatever. In case you wouldn't notice. I see. Yes. And I was like no, no. Our speeds are fine. I just need them to work. Okay. (laughs) That's that's all I'm asking for. Plus, the other reason we use their system is the line for the Wi-Fi either enters into our basement or our master bed, which is on the second floor. Those are the two access points (laughs) perfect which is terrible for wi-fi because it doesn't bend down right i know it doesn't it's not how it goes so we have a a, a router that has like multiple like has extension points that that actually do make create a mesh network to cover everything in between yeah to create more cohesive it's a little bit slower than just like one uber-duber powerful router kicking out but it's more that's, consistent, though, right? Because yeah. it does go around corners that way. Yes. Like,
1: it doesn't, like... <clears throat> like how we only have one, like, okay, router, But, like, you know, if, for our little apartment, that's all we need. But, like, you know, you do have to take into account, like, doors and corners and stuff like that. So it's...
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I am I'm vertically. I am thirty feet away from where this access point comes into my basement. So it's yeah. like, or more or, that, or more than that. Because again, I'm on the second floor. It's way all the way down in my basement, and I'm and it's an old home. So who knows what these walls are made of? And everything's plaster, which yeah, nothing travels through plaster. So I'm like, like no. I just I I I thank you for the offer. I'd really rather this just work i'd rather just keep my thing please i just want this to work
1: that's all i want please it's a hard task right <laughs> having things that work
2: i know you know who knew that was such a <laughs> so demanding uh want your stuff to work properly how dare you
0: i know <laughs> we're such we're de- yeah people just they just want what they want and it's oh my gosh whatever right could I know that's too, that's where
1: we're at right like we I'm such a like
2: <clears throat> I'm such a person that's like if it's working I'm just gonna like leave it there right yeah. and so but like then I've had the same
1: thing for like ever yeah right and so like now it's like a, okay well it's not really working that great and the one of the reasons is because it's mega old <laughs> in like technology terms uh-huh. right. uh, and so it's yeah. like ah oh, crud now <laughs> like I don't want to chase the thing and like buy and like do all that stuff like all the time so I know we got money for that uh, so like it's, this is what I'm like if working I'm just gonna I'm not worried about it I'm just like it's fine it's working and then all of a sudden one day it just won't because it's like oh nope it's too old Like <laughs> <laughs> yes and when That's we... what we had to do with our, like, TV thing, right? Because it was, like, we had the oh. old one. Yeah. And it was fine. And, it was, like, you want to upgrade? Was, like, no, it's working. It's whatever. And then, like, because it was cheaper and we already paid for whatever the stuff. And then, like, and then we get, like, a thing It was, like, hey, uh, your thing physically won't work anymore if you don't
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: get the new thing. <laughs> yeah. God <laughs> dang it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So one of our things is um, like the, when we bought our Wi Fi stuff, it was, but that was like six, seven, that was like seven years ago when we were doing that. And I, uh, no, we bought it, we bought five years, five, that was five years ago. And we bought the modem around the same time. But now the internet speeds and stuff that they're offering and the connectivity of everything is like, way past even five-year-old technology. And I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't want to reinvest in all of that. I just want what we have to work, <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big reinvestment. And that's an annoying thing to have to do every
0: few years. That's not something I'm interested in. doing. <laughs> no. No, I just, I want to buy, like, when we bought our thing, like, we kind of tried to buy a head a little bit to give it some legs. And, you know, we're five-year-old yeah. in it and it's working fine. But also, like, if we were to increase internet speeds, uh, it wouldn't work for that anymore. Like that's where it is. It's just like, no, I wasn't built for those speeds. What are you talking about? And you're like, ah, hell no. (laughs) Yes.
2: It's very frustrating and annoying, but.
0: (sighs) Oh, well, they love you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're doing. Um, uh, we're continuing to keep our foot to the floor on hiring uh and both locations now. Um and because we know we've got some changes potentially coming up, um, just like some predetermined known things. Mm, yeah. Um nothing nothing like no Surprising. last minute stuff, yeah. right? But like, okay, we've got it, we have to get ahead of this. We've got to do these things. Um and so I'm gonna be doing some more interviews um in-person interviews for those things uh the other other aspect is um one of the one of our struggles that we've been really just like banging our heads against the wall in is uh, is new client onboarding um how do how do one do why process steps things right um (laughs) like of on one hand, we want to make this as super simple and easy as possible and just like basically have a wide open door where anybody comes in and we service like that would be that'd be the the, the best. However, we do have criteria and and filtering necessary. We do have knockout questions that we have to ask. Um, and and now when people come on, they contact us either through phone or through our website. We I always call them back and talk to them more about their needs and questions that they have and then say, okay, you'll need to go to our website. And if you've already filled out the form, uh, we're going to activate your account. If you haven't filled out that, that initial form, we're going to activate your account. You're going to get an email and it's going to take you to put to put together your profile. And there's a lot of questions here that about your home, about each one of your pets, their likes, dislikes feeding requirements, where they sleep, where they're stressed out about, what are their high value retreat and rewards. And you're going to fill all of that out. And then we'll do where we come to your home. And then you can book the service.
2: And that's a lot of steps to
0: ask somebody to walk through, right? Like that's, especially somebody who's like, I just need a dog walker, right? I just, just, just walk my dog, just walk my dog. And I'm like, wonderful, great, happy you're here. Here's 17 things you need to do, and <laughs> <laughs> like, like I can do that. I can. That's exactly what we do. Go through these steps, and because we've had issues in the past where people said one thing or they didn't disclose issues with a dog, um, we yeah. have these questions in there. We have to ask them. So we can hold their feet to the fire if that happens. Um, and we get these initial inquiry forms and we're like, yeah, this is not a good fit, actually. No, I've got to call you and tell you, no, we can't move forward with this. And we get we get pushback from people who go, You would get, you know, that well, they're right. They would they say you'd have a lot more clients if you just, you know, didn't have all this stuff in here. And and I'm going, you know, are they not filling out the forms because they are. A bad fit, right, for our company ethos or whatever? Or are they not filling out the forms because they're a pain in the butt and we shouldn't have all those forms there? But also knowing like these are really helpful to us and I want to try and be as helpful as possible. So, well, I this... think
1: I feel like a person <clears throat> that
0: walks
2: their own dog doesn't really think about what it's like to walk a complete stranger's dog,
3: mm.
2: right?
1: And I feel like, also, so there's a lot more to go into it than than they think, right? They don't think about, like, you know, they don't put together the fact that, like, your dog is going to respond differently to people inside its house than out on the sidewalk, right? They don't think about a lot of that stuff because they're not, like, you know, it's just not what they're focused on because it's their own dog and, like, they're subconsciously aware of its cues. And the things that it's doing. And it's like, they're aware of the answers to these questions, but they probably have never put them into words before because nobody's ever asked them the question like that. Um, That's one possibility, right? The other possibility is that there are, there are different types of dog owners, right? There is the dog owner who is very in tune with this stuff. And then there's the person that's just like, dogs are cool. I like dog and that's kind of as far as it goes they're not really they've they don't think about that kind of stuff because they didn't even know that it existed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? And I feel like there there are not there are, like there are different types of pet owners. You know what I mean? They just are. There's people that they have pets for different reasons. They have pets because they just think they're cute or they have pets because they, you know, understand that this is a living thing and I'm responsible for its life and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Like those, there are this big spectrum of people. And so like, <clears throat> it could be one of those two things that are like, just walk the dog. Like, yeah, that's not quite how that works. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> These are also probably people that are like, my dog's fine. It's like pulling on the leash and like, nipping at babies right and they're like it's just he's just curious like no <laughs> right he has anxiety <laughs> uh, aggression <laughs> like this is not the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, and it is and that's it's hard to discern that of uh, is this just somebody who's um, I don't like not I'm gonna say nonchalant about their pet or is this somebody who's genuinely annoyed at this process um, and that's, you know, that's, we kind of have to discern that. But unfortunately, both of them have to fill out the forms anyway. Have, get yeah. over it. <laughs> have to fill out the form, at which point, if they're not like, if they're not um, filling out the form, well, then like you're not our client. And man, I tell you, it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty frustrating to be like, being on the phone with somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, that's what I want," and you're like, "Okay, great." And you felt smart, and it's like radio silence. No, and no, and you're just like, "Ah, oh, gosh, what was it? Was it the form, or was it something else, or what is blah blah?" So you know, we're we're in this now, and the reason this is an issue is because we switched softwares. Previously, that thing was like our previous software was all like oh, yeah. loosey goosey. Anybody yeah, came bad. in, and we filtered them out on the back end. And so mm-hmm. I think we're just seeing the misfit. Way more it's way more it's more front problematic just face.
1: because of the way it's working now. Yeah, that that makes sense too. Yes. That makes it being presented to you in a different light. So it's like more like the spotlights on it more. Right. It's like much yes. more apparent. Like,
0: uh, ah, what is this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're like, oh I oh that hurts. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Ah. So yes, I I think that's what it is. Um, but it's still it's still like, oh, really? Fine.
2: Fine, fine, fine. Whatever. <laughs> what is annoying, right? When they are like, I want to do business with you. Okay,
1: do this. No. like, I... Yeah, okay. We... I mean, you said you want, I don't understand. Like, You called me. I don't know what you want here. Like,
0: Gen- genuinely, that's what's happening, what you, right? For the... What are you
1: getting mad at me for? You called me. You wanted my service. And now you don't want to, like, do the thing that gives me the like makes you be able to have my service like that's a little confusing i guess but i can see how it's like maybe unexpected you know from those like it's just a dog like okay, yeah but your dog bites me uh that's not going to go well for you so like yeah, yeah. i'm going to be a a bit angry right i'm going to be a bit angry
3: so. yeah <laughs>
0: So oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it just uh that's that's our biggest that's our our most recent struggle really is 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 now going okay, we're, now how do we now it's changing our thought process of like okay, now how do I get it is now it used to be just like who are passionate people about their pets that want to blah blah blah. Now it's like who are passionate people about their pets that blah 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 and are okay with filling out lots of forms like now how do I talk to you on Instagram? It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I mean, there is like, I don't know what the forms look like, so I can't speak on that, but like maybe there's some questions you could combine together or I don't know But like, who knows? Like that's a process for, you know, that's a separate process altogether of making sure that you have the information that you need. And then like, if there's duplicate information being like, okay, well this is the same as that. So we can like, blah, whatever. But like, That's the other process, too, of going through that whole thing and being like, oh, I don't really need that one, or I don't really need that one. So, you know, whatever.
2: Right. Obviously, if you put it on there, it's important, right? So it's like...
1: It's like when I make a test, right? Like, I'm not putting questions on there that are, like, surprises. (laughs) Or, like, I'm not putting questions on there that aren't important for the end goal, like, other the things that we want to do, right? Like, they're on there for a reason. So, like... (laughs) You know, but yeah,
2: that's a rough one, though. Also, I don't have to be such jerks about
1: it. Like, you could have more customers. Like, okay, cool. Are you going to do it or not? (laughs) Like, Just like, (laughs) oh, it's what? Who cares? Like, I I have more clients. I know what to do with currently. So (laughs) shut it. (laughs) It's fantastic.
0: (laughs) I love the like, well, well, one person was like, well. I'm in digital marketing and blah, blah, blah. And I really think that you... And I was like, stop talking about my business. Like, you don't know. (laughs) If we were talking about digital marketing, then
1: I would defer to you. But we're not talking about dog behavior.
0: So... I've, I've read all the books that are like... To have a premium service, the the end user needs to do as little as possible to experience and reap the benefits. Like that's one of the things that makes things feel premium. I get it. Right, that's why a luxury car services. You show up, you don't even tell them your name right for an oil change. They just whisk you away and you're in their system, and then you go sit and you have a latte, and then your back gets massaged, and then you come back in, and they don't even tell you what, what's been done to the car, and you just drive away and you get billed automatically to the cards you have on file. Like I understand like that's a premium service. But like, okay, here's what you do then. Ready? <coughs>
2: Charge everybody premium is
1: the price, and just assume their dog is going to bite your face off. Right? And yes! Just, I, know. I know! It's like, your like, dog is going to kill me and a small child. Uh, I'm going to charge you more because it's a mystery. <laughs> and done. Here we go. Right? I'm going to charge you more because now I'm going to buy some of those like, uh, sleeves. Right? Did they train Kev- Kevlar or bite words? sleeves. Yeah, or- Kevlar
2: bite <laughs> sleeves. Uh, but I'm going to I I will forego this paperwork for you, but I am going to charge you more than if you filled out.
1: Boom. Yep. Premium service acquired. Because you well, you're taking a risk. So you uh-huh. should be charged more. You should charge more money.
0: Well, and I didn't I didn't know if like <laughs> one of the thought one of the thoughts that I did have was it was going, should I like not show them this form? Should I just show up to their to their home? with like a pad of paper and just pretend like I'm thinking of these random questions off the top of my head, take my answers that they give me and go put them into the system and then just show them that magically here's a a profile for you already said and done. Like I, I could, I could do that, but I don't want to waste my time with sitting in front of the person to then look at information and go, actually, this is not a good fit, right? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to do that to waste yeah, my time and their time. before you show up. Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, right. well, <laughs> do I, do I go? Okay, well, thank you for calling and thank you for the quick information. I'd like to schedule another phone call with you to go over additional information. Like, cause it, it's like, ah, um, it's just easier if they do it, but they don't know that yet because they haven't experienced it. So, <laughs> Whatever.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you should put <clears throat>
1: okay in your uh opening of the questionnaire, right? Just make sure you you have something that's like in order to save us time on our visit, on our first home meeting where we get to meet face to face, go ahead and fill out this in advance so we can get right mm-hmm. to business and we don't delay. In getting started servicing your pet. Yeah.
3: Bam. Yes. Pull a little, should pull I a little should do that.
1: twisterino on it. Like <clears throat> in order to make uh in order to get to dog walking faster and <clears throat> and whatever. Like go ahead and fill this out in advance so that we can hit the ground running. People like that oh. word, right? Those marketing, yes. digital marketing people will like that. To hit the ground running, (laughs) have this done in advance. (laughs) I don't think I want that. No one wants to be hit. I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase. So don't put that in there. But something to that effect, right? Like make it seem like by filling this out now, it's going to benefit
2: them whenever they have the face-to-face meeting,
3: right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs)
0: right <laughs> uh, and i don't and then i'm like then i i get self-conscious because i don't want to just word vomit um about everything because i do that anyway like the other day i uh i so just side note here i took seven phone calls today none of them were we could help right so like that's of some of the. oh no from. right seven seven people um, but I got a phone call the other day and I did my usual spiel and, um, I was, I was truthfully not very paying attention. And it was a little like, cause here's what people like go, they go, I, um, oh, hi. Um, I've, I've never done anything like this before. I, I, we're really nervous. Um, you know, it's, it's not normal for us, but, uh, I, <laughs> I want you to tell Makes it sound like so sketchy, like. <laughs> I've never done this before. It's like you're buying right. drugs, right? Like, yes, it's, no, like, seriously. Oh my gosh, it's I've like, never done this. Yeah, they're going to ask where <laughs> the like, where the drop is, right? And I'm like, yeah, oh, oh wow. sort of oh, illicit oh, deal, oh, like, yo, right. I'm just. And there's this talk, buildup, and then they go, uh, "Well, I do want to know about your your boarding services," and I'm like, "Huh, huh, that's uh, that's interesting." Because uh, I don't and have those. I've, I've tried so many tactics. It's not even funny. Like at first I was like, I'm not going to start negative. I don't, I don't want to start my sentence by saying we don't do that. But let me tell you what we do. I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I'm like, oh, is there a particular reason you need that? And they're like, oh, I'm going on vacation." <laughs> and I'm like, right. Okay. Like there's so many just like conversation trees that I've been down. And it all boils down to this. They're like, oh, no, I'm not comfortable with that or no, oh, I don't like that. But one guy, uh, I said, oh, is there a reason you're needing that? And he was like, uh, no, that's just what we do. And I was like, oh, great. Let me tell you about what we do. And I like rattled on and he goes, yeah, that's all kind of Spanish to me. So I guess. Thanks. Uh, have a good day. Bye. And I was like, oh,
1: We (laughs) look, how is this confusing? Leave your dog at your house. I'll come to your house. I'll walk your dog. I'll feed your dog. I'll
2: leave. Boom! (laughs) Ta-dun.
1: Like, I don't like, I know. Okay, so I think people have. Okay, I think I've cracked it here. I think people have a big misconception about what boarding a dog means.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Right. So when people say, I'm going to board my dog someplace, they think that
1: the dog is going to go be with somebody like 24 seven. Right. What actually happens, I'm, this is not in 100% of places. Okay. I'm aware of that. But generally, what's going to happen is your dog is going to go to a facility. They're gonna stick them in a
2: crate or like a kennel, like it. It you know, and then they're just gonna leave them in there. Uh huh. And they're not gonna. They're, not, they're just gonna leave them in there, and then like once a day they'll
1: come by and throw food at them. And then some they have like a sometimes they have like a playtime certain they like to, they put them in like a run. Some places it's just like they have a dog run. <coughs> Mm. And that's the boarding. Their little kennel goes to a dog run that's outside. And the dog can run on the run or come inside. And that's it. Some of them have, like, the play daycare situation. But it's only for, like, it's still only, like, 20-30 minutes they're played with. And then they go back in the kennel.
3: Mm.
1: Right? This is how dog
2: boarding works. So, like, I
1: don't understand how that is better than leaving the dog at their own house with their own food and their own bed and their own territory and then a person coming there to see the dog in a much bigger area where they're more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand that. Right. I don't understand how that is like how boarding a dog is, like, the better option, right? Now, this comes from my own personal experience as a pet owner, right? Our dog, um, right? Chuck had, like, like, he was, like, he needed medicine. He needed, like, later in his life, or right, He needed medicine. He needed, like, to eat certain food. Otherwise, it made him sick, right? Because he had, like, stomach stuff. So, like, my, like, point of view is definitely heavily influenced by that experience of being like, I need to make sure that my dog has these things because that's what he needs to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Right? And if I just take him to boredom somewhere, like, he might not get that. You know what I mean? Uh, Whereas, if somebody were able to come to my house and just like, feed my dog the same food he always eats at the same time he eats every day and take him out to go to the bathroom, like, this is better. (laughs) Right? Like, this is a better experience, right? He's going to like it more. Uh, he Uh won't be all stressed out. Like, he won't, like, you know what I mean? So like, my experience is based on my experience as a pet owner with my dog that was like, experienced a lot of trauma and was like very, he didn't like people and stuff like that anyway. So like, this is just like the thing, this, this makes more sense to me. Like, I don't understand Like, I think people think, like, boarding a dog is, like, some sort of, like, palatial experience, right? Where they get, like, all kinds of, like, fancy-dancy stuff. And there are some boarding places that do that, right? I'm not saying that those don't exist. But, like, on the whole, a lot of times, it's, like, dog goes to dog kennel.
2: They sit there. (laughs) Maybe somebody
1: comes by and feeds them. I mean, they're going to feed them, but, like, yeah, maybe they get played with, right? That's the part that's, like, who knows if that's going to happen? Who knows if they're getting, you know,
2: they're going to come like spray the floor down. Like,
1: this is a, seems to be like a worse experience <laughs> than
0: well, just the dog in their own house. You know, and it's, it's so, it is, it is, it is weird. Cause I, one of the, one of the people who we walk their dog, like we walked this person's dog called me today and said, do you provide boarding? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to throw my phone out the window right now. And I was like, no. And then I told him what we offered. And the next phrase from his mouth was,
2: is that safe? What do you mean, is that safe? I and, like, not
0: safe. And, I, and I went, and my, my brain was like, what do you mean? Because in my mind, kenneling is like, okay, you have them exposed to other dogs in a random environment. Multiple diseases around yeah, there. Kennel cough uh, is a thing that yeah, you can get. Kennel cough. Also, bad. hey, hey, pet owners out there, just because you go to a kennel and there are people there during the daytime, they're does not, not, mean, not mean they are not. They watch them over, tea, over, a, over a, a, a Wi-Fi camera. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Most maybe. of them, most of them don't have requirements in order to do that, and so you you're just like left with them going. Well, they're overnight, and sometimes, sometimes. They're last let out at like 6 p.m. and then they don't get back until like nine or 10 the next day. Anyway, that's yeah, something. This is what I'm saying. I'm, I think there's a very big misconception about what boarding means. Well, and here's, but here's, here's why people like boarding and here's why they like daycare. Okay. The people, the person, the owner likes all of the photos they get of seeing their dog around other dogs. Period. End of story. That's it. They like the group shots that they get with their dog. We're playing run and chase with the other dogs. It gives them the ooey gooey butter
2: feelings. Right. That, that's it. So you need more dogs on staff. Right. <laughs> <I guess>. Right. <laughs> to like. Walk with them. Is that what <laughs> <I'm here? laughs> I guess. I guess that's it. <laughs> I don't
0: really know. Right. I don't know. Um, it's still confusing <laughs> to me. Uh, the, then you layer in some other aspects of people who feel bad that their dog is, um, being left alone overnight. You feel bad that, that, um, being
1: left alone anyway.
0: Well, here's and like, they're sleeping. What do you think your dog is doing while you're there overnight? It's not playing. No. Okay. It's, yeah. It's sleep. But so then, then the other aspect of this comes in where you go, okay. Uh, some people may go, I'm not comfortable letting a stranger into my home. That I, I can understand. That I makes sense. totally get this. Absolutely. And then that's when I say, I understand. That's why I, or we, yep. background, comma, check background check, check training, it, yeah. pet first aid and CPR certification, right? We are bonded yeah. We are licensed. We also carry specific insurance for this. Also, you didn't ask about this, but we carry workers' compensation. So in case one of my employees rips a toenail wide open on a baby gate in your house, they don't sue you and go to your homeowner's insurance policy. They come to me, right? Like, (laughs) like, I know you didn't ask about that, kind sir, but uh, let me tell you.
2: right? That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh, but but getting people to that point—if they've got these rich ooey gooey feelings that they want to have—it's like you can't crack that. You can't crack that through that. Only people who go, oh well, I'm really desperate, right? So that's where we're like, I, I'm I'm like trying all these different tactics, and unfortunately, it's like each person is a new guinea pig, and they right, have yeah, their own true. wants, desires, and needs, so it's not replicable. But at least I'm trying these different avenues of like my choose your own adventure conversation of like, they said this. Okay. And now I know, now I know why when you, when a company calls you and they're like, hi, we like a bank or, um, or, uh, Oh, uh, I was looking, okay. I was looking at, uh, uh, switching, switching internet companies, internet stay on right now. Stay, stay, stay,
3: stay, (laughs) don't make it angry.
0: But in a very creepy way, I entered, uh, it, they have to do the like enter your address to see if you have service here. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. did that the other day too. Okay. I did that. I got a phone call back from them. Uh, now you may be asking, Colin, did you enter a phone number? The answer is no. No, just the address. Yeah. Just <laughs> the address, right? Okay. Uh and they said, uh, hi, uh, we noticed you were on our uh website and uh didn't uh didn't order anything. Can we ask why? And my my goal now is like, shut this down as fast as possible. Like, stop talking to me. <laughs> and I said, I said, thank you for calling. I'm not interested in switching my services. And Shopping. What? <laughs> right. what did he say? He said, oh, well, uh, you know, they want to keep that conversation going. And I so detest and hate this that I desperately don't want to turn into this kind of person. But <laughs> uh, yeah, true. <laughs> right. But also, it's like. I kind of see now. Like I am like I know why cuz they're trying to get information figure out like if they can help you if they're not also they know the longer they keep you on the phone the more yeah. likely you are to purchase something and blah blah all the disgusting stuff that happens there. But <laughs> it's like oh. anyway. I'm, yeah.
1: Well, they can do that right? That's like a you get like promotional emails from websites you just like visit like even if you didn't like order stuff from them. They're like, "Oh hey, here's this thing. Are you still interested?" You're like, no, I didn't even. What are you doing? Stop it! <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I didn't buy anything from you. Quit that!
2: <laughs> Get out of here! It's great. It's what I love it. I love it. I don't love it. No. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. Yes, that's that's what we're having fun with.
1: That's yeah, very fun. Oh, I did think of one more thing I've been doing this oh, week before we sure. <clears throat> I have been working on <clears throat> my pizza crust recipe. Oh.
2: (laughs) What? Yes, I have been cooking things. Look at this. Me, a person famous for not being able to cook things,
1: has been (laughs) cooking things. (laughs) Aha! (laughs) So I've been toying with pizza crust recipes. So we must say tonight particularly delicious experiment happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. So I've just been sort of messing around and like practicing and learning how to make things. It's been very exciting. I made some garlic pasta the other day.
2: Ooh, look at that. A thing I made using the power
1: of the internet for good, making pasta for supper. That's
2: what the internet, <laughs> this is what the internet's really
1: for. Uh... I <laughs> <laughs>
2: most excellent so yeah that's the other thing i've been doing been doing that but yeah made a pizza tonight so
1: pretty good stuff pretty good i found out did some research figured out what's going on with my pizza dough why it's not so good so oh. gotta be more patient man gotta be more patient gotta
2: let the dough just sit there for like a day over there yeah Come he's on? gonna leave it
1: yeah yeah, yeah. no he's gonna, yeah yeah
2: <clears throat> so uh
1: <clears throat> this one response, yeah you just put like you see like a little bit of yeast
2: just a little bit and you put it over there and you don't even
1: you like mix it up and you just leave it don't even look at it don't yeah don't even it. look at it put it over there <laughs> leave it like we left it for a day I put it was in the refrigerator for a part of that too right like leave it out for a while to kind of start and you just throw in the fridge wild Boom. And it like, actually, it gives the yeast a lot more time to develop like naturally and like, do its thing, right? Uh, If you put some of the things, some of the stuff I read, (coughs) like if you proof pizza dough like you do bread dough,
2: it's like, not real
1: good. And it makes it way too heavy and like, the yeast just goes insane and it's like, way too much yeast and it's actually like, not great. (laughs)
2: So, this was much more successful this time. So yeah, so I've been doing making pizza dough, right? <laughs> hey. So what, uh,
0: um, what uh, prompted the pizza dough? Because you were on a uh, pasta kick, and now you're into <clears throat> well, pizza. I've been doing both, right? Oh, oh, fair
1: <clears throat> I'm expanding my repertoire is actually what prompted this, right? It's was like, okay, ah. I made some pasta dough. Okay. made a couple of pasta dishes, right? Like I said, I made some, some garlic oil pasta. I believe, uh-huh. uh, hold on. <clears throat> I'm going to apologize in advance to all Italians. Okay. Wow. My, uh Spaghetti wow. aglio e olio, right? Uh, garlic oil pasta. Sure, sure. Made some of that. Very nice. That's good. <clears throat> uh, and then I expanding upon that. It's like, okay, I have made pizza before. <laughs> so we're gonna try to make it better. <laughs> oh.
2: so that's what that's the that's the impetus there. <clears throat> so I'm just adding a list to things I can make, right? Which is still not a very big list. But
3: <laughs>
2: here we go.
1: Maybe that should be the the first O Brother video series. Brandon cooks things badly. That's what we're gonna <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's pretty good. Did some more experimenting. Did some uh <clears throat> too much like red sauce gives Susan really bad heartburn, right? Like the tomato acid is sure. one of the things that gives her. So uh <clears throat> the go to pizza topping recipe currently is no pasta sauce whatsoever. Again, Italians don't listen to this part, okay? Don't, don't. Um, but we just have been using pesto instead. Oh. Right? So like oh. pizza, pesto, and then tonight I mixed in with the pesto some like other spices, some like garlic powder and some like basil and oregano and some little salt and stuff and some red pepper flakes. Mix it in with the pesto to make it more like saucy. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, then mozzarella and then uh, we did diced tomato because the diced aromas don't give her too bad a heartburn and then black olive. And sometimes spinach, but we forgot that we didn't
2: have any spinach. So <laughs> it was very good. It's very like light,
1: <clears throat> very, very good. But it's really good. Like you don't even really notice there's the no red sauce on it. Oh, and that's heartburn. It's always good.
3: So that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, nice. Well, that sounds that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Kind of experimenting's always fun. Yes, it is. And I was afraid this time it wasn't going to work because I tried a new. Like I said, it's new, so I was very worried. But it actually turned out the best pizza dough yet. So I'm worried for nothing.
0: Well, uh, I don't. I don't think anybody was making any any pizza dough. Um, but it was warm. Um, was welcome uh,
1: <laughs> in chapter 10. That is true. Speaking is warm outside. and It's a warm welcome
2: for Thorin, son of Thrain, son of Thoror. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, as we are reminded. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Of course. So yeah, this.
1: Uh, I got very pretty short little chapters, right? These ones aren't too bad. Um, but this there's, there's kind of a the, the warm welcome is kind of a weird one,
2: right? Did you find that as well? What do you think about this chapter? Yes, this this is this was odd. Um,
0: again, one of not much action, um, but more just positioning and readying us for something else. But it's it is very odd because again, it's this is another one where it's like it's taking so much. Time, if you again, I know. Last time we talked about this, of like "Eh, a few weeks passed, or like and maybe like Like, that's all this chapter is (laughs) really of like and like we know kind of at the end, it feels like kind of overstayed their welcome and needed to leave. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's
1: kind of what it was doing, but like immediately, you do get like we're starting to get some foreshadowing, right? About this, because like in this chapter, like they come to the thing, Bilbo. They're they're getting over to Lake Town when they're right before they let him out of the barrels. Bilbo sees the mountain for the first time mm-hmm. and immediately doesn't like it. <laughs> yes. He immediately has this sense of like, oh, like this, like foreboding sense of like, oh, I don't want to go there, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, it seemed to frown at him and threaten him as it drew even ever nearer. So, like, we like immediately, right at the beginning of the chapter, we have this, like, oh, okay, we have some foreboding. Like, we're moving forward, but it's, it's you know, he's been through a lot of stuff already, but, like, the sight of this mountain kind of gives him a really uneasy feeling. And that's saying a lot, being a, where he's come from, right? He was in a goblin cave. He was almost eaten by trolls. He uh, met Gollum in the dark lake. He uh, killed a bunch of spiders. He was in a dungeon, and and the mountain is giving him a really big sense of dread.
0: That's bad, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not really in a good. Uh, yeah, it's just inc- this increasing foreboding, bad mental space for him uh, right now. Yeah, yeah. I I
1: really think so. And uh, like you said, the rest of this chapter, like a lot of this is just like talking about getting them all out of barrels and about how upset they were to be in a barrel and Bill still sasses them. It's like, what? Did you have a better plan? I know it sucked, but come on. (laughs) This is your quest. Get up.
2: Why am I doing all the work? (laughs) Which is very funny, right? Uh, but now
1: right we have this we have this all this they get the thing they decide to go into Lake Town because they're like where should we go and like well we there's really only one place to go um, mm-hmm. right here <laughs> there's, there is nowhere else this is what we so have. I, I guess we could go there because yes that's all that there is <clears throat> and now We actually get
2: another perspective for a little bit,
1: right? Not necessarily, like, a character perspective, but, like, now we hear from the people of Lake Town, right? Mm. We hear, like, them talking, and, like, before they get there, they're, they're kind of, it mentions a little bit, like, oh, you know, the people of Lake Town, only the really old people, kind of remember that there were dwarves there you Mm. know yeah the only the older people talk about the dwarves coming to reclaim the mountain right and they want that kind of because trade is drying up right not a lot Mm -hmm. of trade going on in lake town their economy is suffering because the you know the not a lot of trade is coming from the forest river and they're kind of mad at the elves because they're not, like, taking care of it or whatever. Um, not a lot of trade coming from the south. There's been some flooding and some stuff. And so, like, it's just kind of downtrodden, right? And so the older people remember the good old days, right? When, when Dale was still around and, and the dwarves lived in the mountain <clears throat> and traded with everybody. So only they really remember that time right and like it's mentioned somewhere in here specifically that like the young people didn't even believe there was a dragon yes which which is a problem right like they're they're, a bit problematic (laughs) yeah but like they don't like this is all they've ever known is this like Mm -hmm. this time and so like they don't have any context for what the before time was like and they kind of don't believe some of the stories because they're like it couldn't have been that great look how bad it is now right like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, you have some generational differences in Lake Town,
2: which is interesting, right?
1: The interesting detail to throw in there that these events happened just long enough ago that only the older people remember them going on.
3: So I thought that was very interesting. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and
0: I know throughout this too, like, um, uh, well. I, I backing up just a little bit. Um I like how this introduction takes place of of how we get the thrower son of thrain, son of blah blah. And he's talking to the guard and uh sorry um uh, No, that's right after the part I was talking about. That's what Oh I, yes, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he's going, um he's going to take us to your master. And um uh the captain goes, Oh, he said his beast. And then <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes then all the more reason to take us to him yeah it's, it's like and you're just taken right off into that but yes it is, it is the set of, of there are these old songs there's things people don't remember and so it's interesting how that, how that is set up as our characters walk into that right because we need to be aware of why people are going to react the way they're going to react we need to know yeah why this is a big deal to people and and that um, and what what a stirring commotion that is going to cause as they come into this is like, yeah, most of the people alive have don't believe any of this. And so I you, you kind of sets yourself up for going, yeah, how how is this going to go? Like, what are people going to expect or think or, or or otherwise?
1: uh Yeah, and it's even the it says here, you know, it's talking about even the master didn't really believe like he's like, cause yeah, Thorin comes in, you know, I am Thorin, son of Thrain, son of thor And they're like, really? Oh, oh,
3: oh,
1: all right. Really? Maybe, you know, is that yeah. true? Asked the master, right? As a matter of fact, he thought it far more likely than the return of the king Out of the mountain that if any sex person ever existed, uh, like, you know, I guess you could be their son, because I didn't really think the guy would come back. So like mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so it's yeah, e- the fact that like they even show up claiming to be this person is like kind of doubted. They're like, Really? I didn't I didn't think that was real, right? Like right. I didn't you know, and you know, Thorin's like expecting everyone to know who he is, and they're like, mm, What? Are, right? Are you sure? <laughs> right. Like, I don't know uh, if I believe you. Odd?
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they kind of do their best to convince them that
1: they are them, right? And they kind of, you know, go into the feast and they're the feast, they sing the song, right? They, you know, talk about it's like the history a little bit of the thing. Um, you know, they ride the rest of the dwarves in. Um and people welcome them because they they start dreaming about like you know it says like they almost immediately imagine like the lake just turned gold because gold, they were right. imagining like <laughs> the trade resuming and they think like well if this person really is who he says he is uh-huh. this is a boon for us right because it will make us more prosperous so. I guess we should be happy they're here, right?
0: (laughs) Well, and then they break into song, uh, singing some old songs and some new ones, right? Of, as you said, like they get really caught up of like sudden death of the dragon's just going to be dead, right? And there's going to be the the rich presents that are going to be flowing from the mountain and everybody gets immediately caught up. And they don't quite care, I guess, really who this person is or whether they say or not, but they just get caught up in yeah, now this thing is going to happen. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I like that that sentence there. Was says these were largely inspired by the
0: master and did not particularly please the dwarves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but okay, now we get some character insight into the master and like where he's really good at his job. Right, he's really good at staying in power and keeping people on his side.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because I mean, it feels like that's already the kind of person he is because like if the whole town is kind of like in shambles and he's at a feast like those are incongruous statements (laughs) right so even with that line we know what kind of person we're dealing with right not exactly a great dude probably right like what do you mean a feast like these people don't have any food and he's like yes I'm having a feast like uh, uh, what? (laughs)
3: uh but bilbo
1: through all of this like the dwarves are getting pumped up because they can see the mountain and they're excited and the people of lake town are excited along their initial arrival here and you know bilbo not so much right even though talks about here that the the dwarves are continuing the good feelings toward bilbo are growing um they, yeah, right here, they drank to his health and they patted him on the back and they made a great fuss over him, which was just as well for he was not feeling particularly cheerful. <laughs> yes. Right? He, he had not forgotten the look of the mountain, mm-hmm. nor thought of the dragon. Uh, and he had besides a shocking cold. So,
0: like, he's he's I sick. Love, I love that. Lest he's, we forget. He, oh, and also, he's very yeah. cold. Like He is <laughs> and, sick,
1: right, still. But also, this, like, he, you can kind of like, he's, he's not, this looking at the mountain has affected him somehow. Like, he yeah. looks at that and goes, mm, I don't want to go there. <clears throat> so, he seems to be the only one with, like, a big sense of foreboding um, at the moment, right? <clears> throat> Nobody throat> else has voiced uh, a concern. Nobody is upset about seeing this, right? Um, but he
2: he doesn't really, he's not into this, right? <clears throat> he is not excited. Any thoughts? Sorry. That's all right. I had something. I still have something stuck in my throat. Can oh, you? that's okay. I'll uh,
1: <laughs> But, you know, after that episode, we still see that the, the master is like, I don't really care who these people are, if they're who they are. We just want, um, you know, this to go good, uh, and then we at the very end here, we get we know that, um, word travels back to the elf king,
3: yes, that yeah, yeah.
1: the they're out because the other thing is that when they walk into the feast, the elves, some elves are there and they're like, What, what? hold on, why are you yeah. here? You're supposed yeah. to be, and they were our worried, dungeon. right? They were like.
0: Hold on. And that, yeah, they said that they were worried that the, uh, the Elven King had made some grave mistake. And I don't know, I assume, did they mean he had made a mistake in capturing him or, did, and like having wronged him in that way? Or do they mean that he, they had made a mistake in maybe they thought he was let go, right? That kind of thing. Like I don't, I was unsure what they thought the mistake was.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's sort of ambiguous, really, because I wasn't really sure either, but. I mean, yeah, maybe this. He was let go. Like, oh, he, he's like, how did they get out? They're so surprised. Yes. Like, nobody escapes from the elves' dungeon. Like, what are you doing here? Right.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
1: that's that's going. <clears throat> so the the elf king hears about this. He's not very happy. Um, he doesn't really believe that they could beat the dragon anyway so he was just like "Mm, whatever um and he sends out his spies and then like kind of towards the end of the chapter here right after that we get the the master was surprised and he he was kind of you know he was sort of starting to believe that thorin is who he said he was right and he was like hmm Eh, maybe he is gonna go and then he starts getting worried like what's gonna happen if they go up there and the dragon is still there like that thought enters his mind finally he's like oh wait hold on what if they go up to fight the dragon and lose
0: (laughs) but he also um you know they either you know something would be found out and but he's mostly concerned with that they're rather expensive to keep right at the end of the day he's like this is quite costly. You're eating lots of food. Plus, nobody's working because they're so excited for you. Yeah, and, so, everybody else is celebrating. So he's like, Get oh, no. <laughs> what little training we
1: do have is not happening. <laughs>
0: right. And I love how he's like, he has this thought where he's like, um. What's he say? He goes, "Let them go and bother Smog and see how he welcomes them." He thought because he's he's tired of welcoming them, so he'll let Smog go deal with them. Yeah. And then he he turns and goes. <laughs> he turns and you can just see what a politician of like. Now, now, now you must go and claim what's yours and leave me, please. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we're we're getting a peek here at this master guy, who is, yeah, he doesn't really seem just like. He's not real great, right? We can we're just getting just enough information on him to know that he is not really a very trustworthy guy that you want to like hang out with, which you know, I think probably also worries Bilbo a little bit cuz Thorin is just like, yeah, buddy, blah blah, and Bilbo's like, mm, 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 no. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't really like this guy.
2: Yeah, he's ready to go. Right.
1: Yeah. And even through all this stuff, right? All this stuff, they bade him farewell, there's a great big send-off and blah blah in the last line of the chapter. The only person thoroughly unhappy was Bilbo.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> yes. He he is not he's
1: he's real not excited to go closer to this mountain. <laughs> really not, yeah. He he does not have a good feeling, right?
2: At all. And that brings us to chapter Eleven uh... doorstep time. Doorstep uh, time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're leaving this like
0: awkward send off. Bilbo's moody. Everyone else is super excited and pumped and launched. You know, and, and super ready to go. Um, and then they start. They got to disembark. Um, and it seems like yet again, pretty quick. Their uh, their spirits spirits kind of drop.
1: Yeah, the dwarves are a moody bunch. Right? It turns out like they are quite moody. They uh they get up there, they take the river up towards the mountain, right? Um <clears throat> they rather really quickly um get up to like they're going up the river and then like the scenery starts to change quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. There was little grass and before long there was neither bush nor tree, and only broken and blackened stump, stumps, to speak of ones long vanished. They were come to the desolation of the dragon.
0: Oh, what were... a wonderful name, by the way! Like, yeah, desol- right, like desolation. <laughs> like... <laughs> ah, okay. So,
1: <laughs> so, so it's interesting, right? From from last chapter, we have like all of these these big groups of people, like sort of doubting. That this is even a true story, right? We have people in Lake Town doubting that there ever was a dragon, and right here, like four paragraphs in to chapter eleven, we have visible evidence, yes, of dragon
0: activity. (laughs) So it's like which, unfortunately, none of the Lake Town people saw because they, um, yeah, they left,
1: yeah. Uh, A couple of them did because they still had, did they still have, they still had like two guys with them at this point, right? But they turned around, they turned around quite quickly after this. Yes. Um, But like, yeah, they, they now have very, very clear evidence. Like, if anybody was doubting, if Bilbo was doubting there was a dragon at all, there, it, here we go, right?
2: (laughs) We saw it. (laughs) Mm hmm. Uh, And then, So we,
1: you know, we have some pretty bad, you know, devastation, right? And then they keep going and they find the old watch, watch watchtower. Is that what it is? Yeah. Ancient Uh, ancient houses, towers, and walls. Here lies all that is left of Dale, said Balin. Mm -hmm. The mountainsides were green with woods in the sheltered valley, rich and pleasant in the days where the bells rang in that town. Uh, And he looks sad and grim at this. And so we've see we found more evidence, like, here's the town. there was a town here. Mm.
2: <laughs> not, some, not so much, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But then the rest of this chapter is this them like trying to find this door, right? So again, they're all in good spirits. They get up here, they're pretty excited. And
1: then they can't find anything, and they get like real grumpy. It's very weird,
0: right? Like <laughs> They really do. Again, they get gloomy immediately. Um, and, and yeah, they're just they're very very dejected as they walk around.
1: Yeah, and they you know, Bilbo is the only one that looks at the map, so he's like obsessively looking at the map and trying to figure out what's going on. He finds this very interesting, because we know that Bilbo likes maps. And stuff already. It kind of reminds you that he he just thinks that kind okay. of interesting, yes. And so, you know, they look around, and again, this is a long time of just like being out in the wilderness, sort of like wandering. Yeah, you know yes. what I mean. It's a lot. Like, <clears throat> it is a lot. We we have some we have some stuff here, and and they get I get, you know a side note here. <clears throat> I can't help. I, I don't. This isn't like really anywhere in like official stuff but i i really feel right sometimes when i'm reading about the dwarves i i cannot help uh, but compare them to like biblical stories of like the jewish diaspora right oh like wandering (laughs) looking for the home this kind of thing right Uh it really feels like that it's a very like it's like a, this big illusion the whole time. It's like very unsaid, but it just feels like that. It feels like kind of the inspiration for these like these dwarven people, right? Like it, it, it's just a connection that I made to this like a lot. And uh-huh. I don't know if, if anybody else gets that or if it's just me reaching at
0: straws, but like, <sighs> is is that the, 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 the wandering is that um the like, like not like people, like uh, people, a people without a home um, you know, set to wander, or what? What do you think exactly? Yeah, I think
1: that's what it is, right? Like the set to wander, the like,
0: the sort of like,
1: uh you know, because like the biblical stories that when the the Jewish people were doing this, and then they were very like, you know, they would go to a place, and then they were like unwelcome, and then like thrown out. Like this, this is what happens to the this is the plight of the dwarf as well, right? Yeah, it has this sort of like mirrored image like to me like it just seems like an allusion to that kind of those kind of stories about that right that's that's what the dwarves sort of symbolize to me in in this middle earth land they they do feel very much like that right and just just some of the allusions some of those biblical stories of also wandering for ever not without a home that's the big one obviously right Mm -hmm. but like but you know taking up residents in certain areas you know the whole like them and the elves not getting along thing right like that kind of stuff it just that's you know having to wander away from that kind of stuff that's just kind of what it feels like i don't know how intentional any of that was but like that is an illusion that i get when i read about the dwarves right that's a connection that i make rightly or wrongly that is something that i find like very strongly every once in a while that kind of thought pops in my head like oh yeah this seems like <laughs> makes sense yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you, can, you can feel that yeah so uh, anyway back to wandering on the mountain um they find a path they find a path right they just find like hey look, where's this little path go it's got some stairs it just goes up and so they're like hmm this must be it <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yes Billy you know, and Killy and the spry young Bilbo Yes, scamper.
1: Uh, scamper up there, um,
2: and they find like what they think is probably
1: this door, right? Mm-hmm. Just because it's very like, you know, it's a, a secret door, so it's like not going to be obvious. But it's like very, it's like just a big part in the wall that's like extremely flat and smooth. So they're like, this is probably it. We should come back tomorrow because it's getting dark, right? So they're like, "We should come back tomorrow."
0: (laughs) Yes, yep. And then they they reset camp like on upon the threshold, right? Yeah, they Uh, move
1: closer because they were down by the river, I guess, and they move closer to the path, not all the way up, right? mm -hmm. Because they couldn't carry the stuff up the stairs because it's too steep. But they do move closer to the thing
2: Mm. to to be close to it so they can expect it more um, and, but then like they can't figure out how
1: to get in and so they turn morose once again <laughs> yeah. yet again more and gloom yet again. <clears throat> and they start like uh, chastising Bilbo They're like aren't you doing anything he's like you said
0: to think so I'm thinking leave me alone <laughs> Yeah, he's saying while well, there. Yeah, he said sitting on the doorstep and thinking would be my job. Not to mention getting inside. So I'm sitting and thinking. Yes, and I love he said. But I'm afraid he was not thinking much of the job, but of what lay beyond the blue distance. Right now, he's he's we've gotten he yet another chance of him thinking about home.
1: Well, I mean, mean, he's looking west. Yeah, up on top of the mountain, and he can see all the places they have been. Right, mm-hmm. he can see the black wall of Merkwood. And in the distance, in which he sometimes thought he could catch a glimpse of the misty mountain, small and far, and he can see, like now that he's up high,
2: <clears throat> like he he can, like physically
1: see how far away from home he is. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and that is an interesting part here, where he is he is sitting and thinking, but not about the mountain, right? He would really rather be anywhere but this mountain right now Mm -hmm. because of his foreboding and he can he can almost see it's like he can almost see home right that's what he's kind of thinking about he's like i'm so far away from my home right now (laughs) right like and i can't i can't even you know i'm i can see so far and i still can't quite see my where i come from Mm -hmm. right and so that i think is weighing on him Like, right now. And then it's like, he's just so far away. You know? But, yeah, he said he was not thinking much about the job for what lay Beyond the Blue Distance. The quiet western land and the hill and his hobbit hole under it. Um, You know, so he's really
3: distressed by this.
2: But, even so,
1: he is still sitting there thinking Um, you know, and then they—it's the next day, right? He goes back out there. He's still thinking again, and all of a sudden, he "Ah, ah," goes—he gets an idea, right? He like understands. It clicks. The map, the riddle, the you know, the thing on there. He he solves it, and he starts you know yelling,
3: "Come here! Come here! Come here! Come here!" here."
1: Um, and they all run over there. And, you know, he explained to them, you know, except for Bomber, who was, of course, asleep, obviously, you know. Sorry, Bomber. As, yeah, as is his way. Yes. <laughs> Poor Bomber. Sleep napping through the whole adventure here. Um, He he understands what's happening, right? Um, and it's not, you know, it, they don't recap it here for us, which is interesting choice. But they, when you go back and read the thing about the last light. Of Durin's Day or whatever, yes. he realizes this is moon light. Right. Perhaps emboldened by his riddle battle in the cave. Right. We see <laughs> we see what a quick witted puzzle puzzle solver Bilbo is. And so of course he was able to ponder this out. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> and just as, you know, because you know, they probably gave up too early before they're like, Oh, it's getting dark, we gotta go. So he's like, No, stay here. Um and there's a cracking noise and a keyhole appears
0: dun dun Dun, and now he's the key the key where's Thorin yeah where's Thorin Thorin (laughs) I I love how he says the key the key but where is Thorin and then the next line is Thorin hurried up (laughs) yeah like (laughs) far away
1: being morose somewhere Mm -hmm. who knows um but yeah this door opens, right? A door five feet high and three feet broad was outlined. Which is huge for a hobbit. I, that's a little short for me to walk through. You would never make it through that door, but... Yeah. Um, so <laughs> nope. <clears throat> but But as to even increase the sense of foreboding, right? The end of this chapter, I love this. Right. I love this like painting the scene here. This it seemed as if the darkness flowed out like a vapor from the hole in the mountainside. Yes. And the deep darkness in which nothing could be seen lay before their eyes. A yawning mouth leading in and down. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, I'm not going in. To... <laughs> right. Like this is this is how the chapter ends. We've had all this build-up. We know Bilbo doesn't like this. this is built up as a place of foreboding when he saw it from far away. As we get closer, we see the desolation of the dragon. Mm -hmm. We see that this is not a really just a great place to be. The dwarves, maybe the dwarves are affected by this too. Maybe this is why they're so morose all of a sudden, right? Because they're very dour as well.
2: Yeah, So again,
1: you know, perhaps that is, you know, perhaps they're being affected also. And they don't like notice it like Bilbo does. Um, But then to be left with that at the end. Yeah. I just love that language. It's very evocative of how much you don't want to go in there. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. And that is a good point about the, the, the moodiness of it, because I know later we we know, or we are informed about the um, the effects of yeah. of of a dragon of, of on yeah yeah right on 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 people and 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 things. So, um, th- I wouldn't be surprised if there is some of that in addition to the dwarves' tendency to just be moody in general. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's not helping. Let's be real. <laughs> no, no. So. <laughs> yeah I, it is I, it had, that description is is great, and yeah, it, it says both like this is not a nice place to be, you don't want to be here, so yeah, get ready
1: yeah, and I just like the <clears throat> the juxtaposition that we have pretty close together of of Bilbo wistfully looking out to the west of
2: to home to where you know to the where the
1: good things are, mm-hmm. all the good things are in the west. Right, and then when I look in this mountain, <clears throat> I look down the black hole. Right, this like yeah. black leeching out, like it's so black and foreboding. Like the the thought of the blackness oozing out into the moonlight. Right, like this is very clear. like had not a good place to go. Yeah, and 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 just that juxtaposition of Bilbo looking off in the distance to where it's much brighter and looks much more pleasant and far, even though it's far away home is that way. And right here, right now, I don't want to be here because this place is
0: terrible. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) very interesting. Right. It's also very interesting that, you know, just Tolkien wise, that we're looking westward back towards the good things back towards the Hobbit. Right. Because of course, Valinor the land of the gods is across the western sea right so that's also just an interesting fact there like, uh, looking back towards the west to the goodness right
0: <clears throat> yep, So a little bit of a not not really shadowing or foreshadowing but just thematically yeah just a little thematically putting fit, it all in
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah so uh that's where we're left here again I just love the end of that chapter it's so good um, but it is a definite cliffhanger. <laughs> Get it? Ah. They're up on a, they're up on a cliff? Get oh. it?
0: Ah, 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 isn't that but, right? Um, right. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> we do. <laughs> so we will see how that goes. Uh, next time. Next right. time. I did forget to mention it, but oh, it, it's somewhere. We also glossed over randomly. They're talking about how they missed Gandalf. The And like, it's Prince Prince sees the narrators like, little would they know, but Gandalf was presently done with his business, and we shall see if he comes back later. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like
1: nothing. I I thought that was really funny. Just little. (laughs) Little
0: did they know. Little did they know. It's good.
1: (laughs) But for now, we are left forebodingly on the steps of blackness
0: well da <laughs> very good well lots to yes. look, lots to look forward to not if you're Bilbo no <laughs> well I mean there's a lot to look forward to there's a lot to think about and consume your mind um so <laughs> oh, that's true
1: so. yep but he's not looking forward to going in there no, he knows now that he has to do some
0: burgling. And bur- he's not excited. <laughs> oh, not even a little bit. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll pick back up there. And see All what right. He has to do. Very good. Yes. Okay. okay. Oh, love you.
1: Love you, too. Bye. Bye.